Hey guys, it's Allie and Sophie. Happy Friday. This week we're talking to Junior Maddox Mogensen about just the IB, the whole program, and how that correlates to your mental health. So, bueno, hope you enjoy. Okay, hi Maddox. Hola. I'm gonna say I'm brave with the whole Spanish thing, so. The whole Spanish thing? She said, oh yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect transition, honestly. So, how many IB classes are you taking? Um, So, I'm in full diploma, which is an entire IB schedule. So, I start off the day with IB Spanish, which is mostly IB in theory because there are some classes that don't like fully translate. So, I'm really an AP Spanish 5, but it counts as an IB credit. So, I'm an IB Spanish, and then I have Dance Team Second Hour, which is, that translates to IB Dance, and then I have IB Physics Third Hour, and then IB Math Standard Level Fourth Hour, and then I have Lunch, thank God, to take a break from the hectic thing that is my first four hours. And then I have Harvard through Fifth Hour, which is arguably my favorite hour, and then I have IB English, and then IB History seventh hour. So wow. does Harbinger like relate to IB? Do they count that or? Um, so when you are doing IB diploma, there is a requirement for six areas. They're the mm-hmm. core areas, which is English, history, math, and um, science. And there's obviously your choice in science. So you can do like bio, you can do chem, you can do physics, and then you have your language that is not your um, like your own language. Yeah, which is not, I'm trying yeah. to think of the word, I couldn't think of the word, yeah. but it's not your language. So I chose Spanish, and you can choose between Spanish, French, I'm not sure if Chinese is an option for an IB class. Mm-hmm. I think Latin is an IB class. And then you have your creative, which is like either music theory, or some people take psych, some people take, like I'm in dance, that's my, mm-hmm. since I'm on dance team, that's like my creative one. And then your seventh spot is just any elective, so my mm-hmm. Harbinger fits as my like any elective sort of spot. Nice. How does that like does that stress you out? Because I can't Im- I'm in like one AP class and I'm Same. not doing good. Um yeah, it it's a lot. Um if you are not dedicated to the work you're doing, then I definitely would not recommend it because outside of your seven classes there are other things that you have to do that relate to IB. So instead of seminar and advisory you have TOK, which is theory of knowledge. So you don't get that 15 oh, minute. Isn't that in like Mr. Baker's classroom? Yeah, so I'm, yeah. since I'm a junior, I'm in junior COK, so we have Baker's and we have Mr. Walter, who's a stats teacher. And so like, we don't I've get- walked in there a couple times accidentally. <laughs> I think I've seen you in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, we don't have, so we don't have that 50 minute like study hall. So we are always doing something in TOK. Even during advisory times, we're doing something like, this week we read this story about this guy who's a scientist and it's a fictional story Mm -hmm. and it's this guy who's a scientist and he has a kid and this reporter comes in and is like trying to ask him all these questions and at the end there's like this huge ironic thing and basically in that class we just learn about how we know what we know and like how we Mm -hmm. gain knowledge so that's it's actually really fun like it's a class that yeah it's a class that I'm really glad I'm in like it's one part of IB that I really enjoy. So that's like another part mm-hmm. of IB that's not just your seven classes. And then yeah. we also do this thing called CAS, which is Creativity Activity Service. There are a lot of acronyms in IB, if you mm-hmm. couldn't already tell. <laughs> like everything is just like abbreviated. Like, IB like is IB in and of itself is an abbreviation. But anyway, CAS is Creativity Activity Service, and that is logged on this website called Manage Back. And basically what you do is you do these experiences, whether they be creative, active or of service 
So like if you go out and do community service for three hours, then you would log it and you would have someone um, kind of verify that you did that and then you reflect on it and then mm -hmm. say, so like my activity obviously is dance because I'm in competitive dance too outside mm -hmm. of school. So that's like my activity and I reflect on it every other week and like just talk about what we're doing and that, dance yeah, like what, like, that. like what we're doing, like how that's helping my body actively and how that's like contributing to my overall health and everything. Yeah, like yeah. yeah so I that's like really good because it like kind of helps you like find out what's going wrong like with yourself or like find out what's improving you. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it definitely causes you to do things that are out of your comfort zone, like, yeah, especially probably. in the creative aspect. Like you really want to do things that you haven't done before. Like you want to explore like mediums of art that you haven't done before mm -hmm. like you want to try and immerse yourself in a culture by going to like a festival or something mm -hmm. or like there are just so many options that you can do that and that's also a really cool part of ID that it kind of not not so much forces you but that it allows you to like experience the world around you and get more of like a worldview and be able to immerse yourself in so many things that aren't just school and like actually mm -hmm. get out and like apply your knowledge into different mm -hmm. things in real life and um besides TOK and CAPS, there's also the EE, which doesn't come until senior year, but that's the extended essay. It's a 4,000 word paper about, I mean, I don't really know much about it yet since I haven't started it, but it's a 4,000 yeah. word paper into that, and it's due senior year, so wow. that, those are like the three. What's it even about? I think it's about, I think your EE is based in, correct me if I'm wrong, I'd be seniors, but <laughs> I think the EE is based upon one of your classes, and you write it about like something you've learned in that Oh, I'm gotcha. not sure if that's right because I don't have all the information. Yeah. But from my understanding from talking to IB seniors, I think that's the kind of That's intense. That is really intense. Just I, like just with everything that's going on. Yeah. I didn't even know what that was about, but one of my friends just finished it. And yeah. he, I was like, hey, can you help me out with something? He was like, yes, get my mind off of this. Yeah. Just it finished like, it, which is so nice. Yeah. As seniors, I think, just started, not just started working on that, but they recently had like a... They had something big, like a huge work day or something, or like mm -hmm. a big that came up, and I remember a lot of them were like freaking out, and yeah, I'm. That's definitely something that's looming over my head that I'm like, oh no, not excited yeah. for that. But yeah. Would you say that it's like structured your life more? Cause it kind of sounds like it. But I don't know. Kind of guides you in a way that you want to go. Yeah, I yeah, I think that it's very very organized, and I think that. You kind of have to be organized. Yeah, you're gonna you do really, it too. you really have to be organized mm -hmm. because you have to like, you have to be able to put yourself in so many different places, and like, you have to be able to, um, you have to be able to balance all of these different areas of study and different areas of like actually getting out to the world. So mm -hmm. I definitely think that it's like structured my life in that it's very specific to what I want to do, and it's helped me like work on the things that I want to do work on in the future so mm -hmm. yeah for sure I think it's definitely yeah I think it's a super good preparatory like program because for like what you want to do in life yeah I mean, just, I mean just for anyone I think what that, do you want to do in life yeah well okay a lot of people <laughs> ask me this I have a few options so like my number one like fallback option is to be a commercial pilot just interesting like, yeah so that kind of makes sense with the whole international because it isn't ivy it's like ba what does that even stand for international baccalaureate so okay i never knew what the b stood for yeah. <laughs> so ivy is like since it is international you there are people that are learning what i'm learning and what everyone here is learning all around the world which is also mm. kind of one thing that connects us all together which is kind of cool but yeah so being a pilot will like 
kind of, not kind of, will definitely force me into like experiencing the world, which is what I want to do. Like that's why I want to be a pilot is because I want to experience the world because I want to travel all these places and mm-hmm. I want to be able to experience culture and I want to be able to get out of my comfort zone and experience things that I may not experience in the United States, which is one thing that IB definitely helps with because it, the whole casting and just what we're learning anyway, just teaches you how to have that effective worldview and how to be yeah. an world citizen. And so pilot is like my number one job choice. And then I've mentioned a few times that I dance and I've thought about going into professional dancing, but that is just such a competitive field that mm-hmm. there will be yeah. so many people vying for the same spot that I'm vying for that I'm not sure if that's where my heart is. Yeah. But like when I think about deep down, I honestly could see myself on a stage for the rest of my life, not the rest of my life, but for the rest of my professional life. So I have some options. Yeah. You should so. be like a dancing pilot. People have told me that. They're like, you dance should, on a plane. No, they're like, you should just minor in dance and major in engineering or aeronautical or aviation or whatever you're going to do. And I was like, I mean, yeah, but a lot of schools <laughs> offer a minor in dance. <laughs> I think actually the school I want to go to minors offer in dance, which is offers a minor in dance. Like, so. Where do you want to go? Um, my number one like dream school is NYU. Oh my goodness, and I could see that. Don't yeah. you have like a thing for New York? Yeah, and the mm-hmm. population density in New York, which just is like when you're out on the street experiencing how many people are passing you and how many people are around you, that's one thing that's definitely different about Chicago. Mm-hmm. And also just the culture of like the East Coast compared to the Midwest. Like I feel like the people in the East Coast are a lot more active. Like everyone is walking everywhere and no one really like, not to say that New Yorkers are mean because New Yorkers are not mean and that's the worst stereotype about New York that just makes me yeah. so angry. New York I've been told that a lot. New Yorkers are so kind. New Yorkers are the kindest people I've ever like some of the kindest people that I've ever met. Never but like that. they just don't like they're all consumed <laughs> in their own business like when they're walking because most of these people that live in New York have such a tight schedule and like they just mm-hmm. don't really like care. If you bump into them like they're not going to say like I'm sorry because they're trying to get to work. And, yeah. Like, they don't want to be like. They're not going to like take time out of their day to like make sure you're okay and that's not yeah. being mean that's just like being it's probably straight. just not the same as being, like i'm so sorry to everyone that's about to hear this but that's just being on the grind you know <laughs> like that's just what it is like that's not being mean and i feel like yeah people no i get that people in chicago i just i don't know i don't maybe i'm a little bit too on the grind in kansas that. city because that's how i tend to act <laughs> <laughs> yeah i bump into someone i'm like oh sorry sorry i'm like <laughs> sometimes i'll just pull one of the i'll just pull an oh and then yeah same <laughs> I, I definitely feel that in the hallways because like every time I like hit someone I'm like oh yeah like, I go oh. <laughs> I like how we've gone from IB to New York <laughs> to Chicago but I feel like that's how most of my con- like conversations go like I somehow relate everything back to New York so <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that makes sense I've been told a lot that New, York- New Yorkers are I'm a lot sure nicer than I'm, from the I'm not gonna say how many times I've been to New York because then I feel like people how many have you been up. well now you have to say I've lost count. <laughs> I think either 23 or 24. That's so much. That's so You're much. living there someday. Well, yeah. It's, no, it's you're basically living there. Mostly it's because, like, when I was, like, four, we used to go there every year for, like, Christmas or whatever. So, like, we would go there all the time. And mm-hmm. then um, between, like, 12 and 14, I, like, didn't go for two years. And mm-hmm. then last year, I think I went, like, five times. And this year I've gone, like, seven. So like, <laughs> so I, I mean, I, it feels like I've grown up. Hey, there, road trip, like, anyone? It feels like I've grown up there, which is why I like it so much. Cause it's like, yeah. 
I have, I've had so much of my childhood there and like I'll walk in Rockefeller Center and like see the huge Christmas tree and be like oh my god I remember when I was five years old and like mm-hmm. staring up at it and now it's like here again and it's I don't know I just I have so many memories there that it's just like I go there yeah and, and they're all probably only good memories oh yeah no well there was the one time where we stayed <laughs> at the Gansville Meatpacking District which is um uh west side of the city kind of midtown area and we stayed at this hotel that just got this um, new automatic revolving door, and like we'd stayed at that hotel before, I think I was six or seven at the time, and we were gonna go to the Disney store, like my mom and her boyfriend and I, and we were like, that was like my thing, like I was like, mm-hmm. we go to New York, like Disney store, like there's like nothing else I wanna do but the Disney store. So, I was getting ahead of myself, and I was like, I am gonna go walk out this door and go to the Disney store like right now, and the revolving door started moving, and I was like, okay, like come on guys, let's go, talking about something so they were like in there they were they couldn't hear me and I was like come on guys let's go like come on it's Disney store yeah. Yeah. and the door closed on my leg so the door was <laughs> trying to move and my leg was stuck in the revolving door no that, it was awful I will never forget it my leg was stuck in the door and I had two guys on each side trying to pull me out and my mom turned around and thought I was getting kidnapped because there were these four men pulling on my arms while I was screaming and crying and so she started pushing him out of the way, and then she's like, oh my god, my son's leg's in the door. So then she started pulling me. I eventually got out, and I was walking down the streets of New York, hopping on one leg, but then as soon as I saw that Disney store, I just put my leg down and was running on it, because I didn't hurt that bad. I think it That's was just the mental so trauma funny. that stayed with me, not so much the physical. Like, yeah, because we always go to New York for like various reasons. Like We're not just there to be there. Like There's always something we're doing, but mm-hmm. like there have been like there are a few times that we've gone, and we're just like, let's just go. Like, mm-hmm. come on. New York today. Well, like, <laughs> buy a ticket now. Sometimes that just happens because, like, but it's more my mom that incites it because she loves it so much, which is mm-hmm. why it's so easy. She wakes you up. She's like, "We're going to New York." No, literally. Like, there was one time. It's just so it's so easy to convince her because she likes it so much, uh-huh. and like we like our entire family just loves it. So like sometimes we'll just look at each other and we're like, "New York this weekend," and she's like, "Yeah, New York this weekend." <laughs> but like, there was it was the end. It was like finals week last year, and. I was just not in a good mood because obviously finals, I was stressed out. I was mm-hmm. like going home crying every day because I was just not, I didn't feel confident in any of my finals. Mm-hmm. And I was taking my Spanish final and I got out my phone and I had a text from my mom. I had like five texts from my mom and I was like, either I'm in trouble or something really good happened. And mm-hmm. I was like, I've done nothing to be in trouble. So yeah. I guess something good happened. And I opened it and it was flight confirmations to New York. And she's like, we're <laughs> going to New York tomorrow. And I was like, what? And so I like started like freaking out in Spanish class just Traveling's your thing. Yeah, I realized that that's what it is. Which relates back to the whole why I want to be a pilot thing. Yeah. <laughs> we somehow made this conversation full we circle. We made that full circle. Back to, circle. IB. Back to yeah. IB. How do you think IB affects people's like mental health slash your mental health? Is it worse than AB? Do you think IB is more um, like restricting um, making your mental health worse? I don't like to compare AP to IB there are two different entities and because I know that there is like this unspoken war between the two uh-huh. cliques of people but from my experience I would say that IB has 
a lot more things that are extracurricular involved with it than mm-hmm. AP does because taking like BHAP last year and then being enrolled in two AP classes that count as IB credits this year, I've noticed that yes, AP classes have a lot of workload and that's definitely not something to diminish and to ignore because AP classes are extremely, extremely hard. But AP classes, you mostly just exist in the classroom and mm-hmm. like yes, you can have tutoring and yes, you there's like the Princeton review book for the AP test and you're studying for the AP test at the end of the year. But I just think that IB diploma and certificate as a whole, they have more that you're doing outside of school. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I don't know, I hate comparing it because like I, I don't want to like, because I know that people in AP claim that AP is harder and people in IB claim that IB is harder, but I think that for sure people that are better in IB have to focus on their mental health a lot because mm-hmm. it's a lot of work. And if mm-hmm. you don't do it, then it will reflect poorly on your grades and on your mental health and on your mental health and because you'll feel badly about your grades and then it'll cause you to not want to work harder because you'll want to start giving up. And But I really think that does go for both. But I think in IB specifically that there are so many areas that you have to put yourself in that mm-hmm. it starts to get really stressful because you're thinking about all these things that are looming over you. And IB is also very future oriented. Like we're talking about, like we started talking about our presentation, which isn't until our final, like we started talking about it last week. You know? mm-hmm. So like now that's something that's looming over us. And then group four project, which I'm not doing because I'm in first year physics, I'm in AP physics one. So I, if I was in a second year of science, I'd be doing this. But like group four project is this science project where people, kids from bio and chem and physics, like all join together and they like try to solve a problem using all three areas of science. Mm-hmm. So like that's another thing that those people are focused on and they just are all happening at the same time. So I think it's really important that you have to be able to balance yourself because if not, then you're gonna be putting too much energy into one thing and it's just, it's not gonna reflect well. And yeah, I mean, it's stressful and it it really depends on how you deal with your stress because some people handle it and some people just can't handle it and some people will drop and some people can't yeah, handle it yeah. will stay in and just try and handle it, but they just can't. How have you like handled it um, thus far? I like to think that I can stay pretty cool under pressure. Mm-hmm. I do my best to kind of do like a mental schedule almost and like not specifically set certain times to work on certain things, but I try to work on things of importance, like in order of importance. And if I have free time during the day in school to get stuff done, I'll mm-hmm. get stuff done during school. If I have a break during my four or five hour dance nights at my studio, then I'll try and yeah some time there so I just think that I think in my case that I've kind of stayed pretty calm just because I I mean I think I I mean I I mean I think I've been handling it pretty well I just think that if you can handle it then you should be able to handle it in your own ways and my schedule isn't like crazy crazy hard because I have like harbinger and dance team which are Mm -hmm. two things that well harbinger is pretty time consuming but like dance team the only really thing you can do outside of class is like practice your dances at home, but mm-hmm. like most of the dance team work is in class. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I just think that in my case, I've done pretty well, but there have definitely been times where I've been like, I can't do this anymore. Like I have to drop. Mm-hmm. Like I can't. Like I'm not. I'm not good enough. Like I can't. I can't focus all this time on dance and on mm-hmm. this and on that. And definitely mental breakdown. Yeah. Like. I mean, I have those, and I'm in yeah. one AP class yeah. and do Harbinger. And I'm so like, like, I'm literally gonna fail 
I've, the worst thought to have I've ever definitely had. had a few of those. So, like, when stuff like that happens, I'm just like, calm yourself. Like, you're fine. Like, you yeah. know what you're doing. You're, this it's is, just going to make it worse. Like, yeah. Like, if I keep spiraling, then it's just going to, like, if I keep thinking about yeah. this, <laughs> it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. So, I just am like, okay, like, it's fine. Like, just look at your paper. Like, you know what you're doing. You're yeah. in class. Like, you're not freaking out. You're refined. And then I just try to, like, That's good for you because my issue is that that happens to me. All right, you guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, We hope you enjoyed. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.